Here, deep beneath the surface of the earth, I was in and of the darkness, confined to a future in which I may never see a single star again. Maybe I would paint them, splash a canvas with my memory to try to capture a feeling in oil or acrylic or whatever they had for me here. There was still a little paint under my fingernails. I knew because I could taste it when I chewed my cuticles in boredom and nervousness. I am Alana, and this is Racing Home, the podcast where I unpack the journey of writing the first book in a series about the end of the world. Welcome. I just applied for a writing grant. This is something that has been on my list forever. And honestly, it's something that scares me a little bit. I don't know why exactly, because I think I do believe that I am worthy of receiving money just to be the creative that I know I am. But there's this uncomfortable expectation and requirement to sell yourself. And that is uncomfortable. And it's hard to package myself in a way that I think is attractive because you don't know what these people are looking for, what they like. So my approach was just, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to say what I need to say. And if it resonates with them, amazing. If it doesn't, at least I've taken a step towards something that I do want. Today is Monday, February 5th. I only learned about this grant two days ago. So on Saturday, I took almost the entire day to work on Blank Spaces, which is the literary arts Canadian magazine that I own and operate. I run, I'm the publisher, I'm the managing editor-in-chief. Go check it out if you don't know about it because it's something I'm very proud of. But anyways, normally I don't work on Saturdays. I try and keep that boundary really firm. I try and protect that time. However, so much is going on. I have so many projects. There is a new issue of the magazine coming out in March and don't tell anybody, but I had not even started the layout, which is just maddening. So I took all day Saturday, which meant I was sitting at my computer. I could get emails. Normally, even if I do check those emails, I'm not responding, I'm not engaging. But for some reason, I clicked on an email from Poets and Writers, which is a publication. It's a print publication, but it also is really great at supporting writers and creatives and keeping them abreast of all the new opportunities and things out there. Usually I just delete these. I don't even open them. I don't read them. I don't know what compelled me this time to click that email, especially when I was supposed to be so focused on the magazine. That is neither here nor there. Sometimes we are compelled to do things. We don't understand why there is a reason. Within this email was a link to a list of grants that are coming due soon. So like, get your butts in gear. Here's opportunity. Don't squander this. Clicked on it. There's a grant that I'm eligible for that is due on February 5th. (laughs) And that's today. So I read through all the requirements and I committed to myself that before the deadline, which was midnight tonight, February 5th, 
I would complete this application. I would send it away and let the universe do what it does. If it goes nowhere, I'm out $22 American. That was the fee to submit, which I feel confident in doing in that investment. I just finished it and I thought, well, it's fresh. I'm going to share about that experience because I know there are lots of writers out there who need help. Money helps. We, we want you to think as writers that we're just romantic and angsty and moody. And here we are in our, our little corner telling these deep stories. The, the whole romantic starving artist persona. Okay, I'm over it. No, here's the truth. Time is money. I am a self-employed woman. I see my time investment reflected in the amount of money my business is making. So if I don't show up to work every day, if I'm not sitting in my chair 8 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m., I'm not tracking on the trajectory I need to keep this business afloat. What that results in is less free time, less personal creative time in which I can invest in my own writing, which as you know, is something that is really important to me. And I have started this new practice of when I first get to my office, my first half hour is spent writing. And that's been really, really valuable and helpful. And actually I've seen great progression, great steps forward. That's all wonderful. But what if I could tap into funds that are there to support authors so that I could actually maybe for a few months dedicate a day a week to my writing and actually be getting paid for that time. That's a really powerful incentive, a really important thing. Uh, It's like I said to my son when he was applying to university and when he was really overwhelmed with the idea of the cost of school, I reminded him that there's so much money available and generally people are lazy. So there's all these scholarships available. You just have to go find the requirements, make sure that you line up to the eligibility and then apply. And you might be the only person who applies because people get overwhelmed at, you know, all, all the expectations and things that you have to do in order to the hoops you have to jump through. So he did that and was really successful and found a lot of support towards the schooling, which is amazing for all of us. The same is true for artistic grants. You're not going to be eligible for all of them. And there are many that I've looked into that I am not able to apply for yet. But this one, it was it was just delivered to me like on a platter. Click this email. Here you go. The requirements were minimal and it was (laughs) easy-ish. We'll see. I don't know what's going to come of it, but if nothing else, it was good practice in how to talk about the work that I'm doing. Normally I close off these podcasts by continuing the excerpt that opens it. But I think maybe there's more value in me actually sharing the cover letter that I included with my grant application in case anyone out there is struggling to write their own and they want to see what I did. I mean, if it will help you, you can copy my pattern, certainly not my words. I just thought maybe it would be helpful or encouraging for someone. So I'm going to share that with you.
Before I get into that, I do want to let you know that I am not intending to release a new Racing Home podcast next Tuesday. I am taking some time to go on a little writing retreat. I'm going to be set up for three days, two nights in a schoolhouse that has been renovated into an Airbnb. I'll be there with some women. We're all just going to be working on a project. Really looking forward to it. And I don't want to distract myself by thinking about, I have to get a podcast out. But I will be back again in two weeks, probably with an update on how that retreat went. So here is my cover letter for the grant application. Dear Courage to Write Reviewers, I am seeking support for my current fiction project, The Path That Takes Us Home, a three-book series about the small pocket of survivors who have to navigate the grief of a destroyed world and the burden of rebuilding it. Geared to adult readers of upmarket fiction, it promises page-turning excitement while also leaning into the nuance and poetry of complex characters and deep introspection. Beginning with book one, When the Trees All Burned, readers will experience the proverbial end of the world as mass climate events coincide with a mass astral event, destroying much of life as we know it. In book two, Where the Ashes Find Their Grave, we see the survivors struggling to build a life after catastrophic loss and the absence of infrastructure. Book three, How We Taught the Earth to Breathe, brings a new hope as the sun finally breaks through the ash cloud and it is once again safe to navigate outdoors. The power of nature will be celebrated as well as the powerful resilience of the human spirit. Tackling topics like climate change, political systems, and big spiritual questions while embracing diversity and identity, it is my hope that these books inspire readers to look at the world in a fresh way, challenging their thinking and potential casual attitude towards some of these major issues. It will spark conversation, ignite debate, and perpetuate the conversation surrounding our planet and its finite nature. The project is currently sitting at 73,000 words, and I anticipate another 150,000 to 200,000 before the story is complete. The time investment needed to accomplish this goal is huge. Time is the greatest asset a writer can ask for, and in the current economy, it's a struggle to justify time away from the work that pays the bills in order to invest in a project, no matter how strongly we believe in it. A grant would allow me to remove that burden of choice, making space to take time off work in order to focus on the path that takes us home. I'm passionate about words and story, deeply dedicated to the craft and nurturing my own development as a writer. I've included a writing sample from book one that introduces one of the major players in the series. I would be honored to be considered for the Courage to Write program. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, Alana Resnack. Chin up, bright eyes. We're going to talk again in two weeks. Racing Home. Racing Home is a Chicken House Press production. Theme music by Alex Grohl and Alana Rusnak. If you would like to support my writing journey with a small financial donation, you may do so by visiting bio.site slash Alana Rusnak. That link is available in the show notes. You can make a donation of any size of your choosing and it will go towards funding the production of this book. Writing takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. It requires a lot of coffee and chocolate. So. If you want to help out, that's one way you can do it. 
Donations over $50 will be automatically signed up to receive a signed copy of When the Trees All Burn at least one week before official launch.